Welcome to Episode 8 of Talk Commerce, a Tech Edition special. These episodes are focused on the development side, but still will be relative to the merchant. We interview Lars Rotig from Tech Division, an Adobe agency in Germany. We talk about PWA Studio and his experience as a developer. We also talk about the Adobe Community Hackathon that we are scheduling for Orlando, Florida in January of 2022. For those who are not aware, Orlando is the home of Disney World. Ride the code. This episode is recorded on May 5th, 2021. Talk Commerce is sponsored by Eway Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, and Wagento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. Welcome to this special episode of Talk Commerce Tech Edition. Welcome to Talk Commerce, the tech tech special. Tech special Talk Commerce. Uh, with me is Lars Rotig. Did I get the name right? Yes. All right, Lars, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, my name is Lars and I'm working for Tech Division, um, a service provider or Adobe partner in south of Germany. I'm doing mostly their um, the senior development stuff like about PWA and designing architecture. And yeah, I'm part of the team. Yeah, this is all. Great. Yeah, good to meet you. And so, so today we're going to talk specifically around PWA Studio uh, and PWA as it pertains to Adobe Commerce and Magento Open Source. So I know Lars is super active in the PWA community. He was he was mentioned specifically by Eric Irway, who kind of leads some of the PWA projects at Adobe, and so I'm very interested in hearing some of his thoughts around it um, and how that uh, how it's fitting into the new Adobe Commerce world. So Lars, uh, why don't you start off with a little bit of your experience around PWA Studio and um, and maybe some of the project work you've done in that? Yeah, sure. Um, so. Um, I, I work in a core project since 2018 or something like that, or 19. Um, it depends how, uh, how you compare it or how, when I get really active in a project. Um, main reason here was to join, we start um, then a project for a customer. Um, the use case here was a, a B2B catalog for salesperson. Um, it was like uh, the salesperson want to go to to um, to the customer with with the uh, online catalog or with the tablet. And if you know Germany, there is uh, many spots where we don't have internet connection. Also, it's like um, you don't want to ask the customer about a VLAN password if you uh, want to sell something. So our idea was um, to have an offline catalog, a full offline catalog with real prices for the specific customer and allow a salesperson to, to travel around Germany and pitch uh, the products here. Um, but then, yeah, um, 
we we start the project in concept phase and it was like uh then something like corona came up and it was like okay we we moved this thing offline catalog to to later and um now they they're building different solutions for uh for virtual products etc um so um this is why our first uh, project is get stopped and now we it's not so easy to to sail uh pwa uh from for for us currently it's um main problem or main point here is budget or um also not any customer needs currently a pwa so um this leads me to um maybe we should speak about a little bit uh which customers need um a pwa um so um if, yeah, if dive you... into that a little bit that's a really good uh that's a really good um uh, point to bring up that not every customer needs pwa and and certainly with the new hypha theme coming out um and them really working hard on pitching that to the community uh one of their points is not every customer does need pwa so what is the sort of what do you see as one of the ideal customers for those for that uh, technology uh, for me, um, PWA uh, makes sense if you want to have an offline catalog or if you want to have um, a direct interaction with the customer, also have a target group what is really active on a mobile phone uh, so or on the tablet. So um, main goal uh, from a PWA is, or is, is the customer experience. So you want to interact, push, uh, send push notification, hey, your packages uh, get shipped or uh, want um, to get access to, to the browser API, uh, like uh, what is your current location? What is maybe the next pickup store, et cetera, or what is the next pickup location? Um, through you you can build it uh, with a, a traditional uh, Magento as well. But uh, from my point of view, if you have a complex front-end API or a front-end, what really needs to interact, um, React is um, a really good approach to, to tagging, uh, tackle here um, huge complex front-ends. So let me ask you this question. If if you have a developer who is React, a React developer, mm -hmm. and then you have a typical Magento developer, is it more difficult for the React developer to develop to, to build that store out on PWA Studio, or is it uh, is it similar if you have if you have a similar skill set in that area? Mm, the main point here is um, if you have a React developer, but the direct developer doesn't know about um, Magento or how e e-commerce system works, um, this means like uh, how a refund or how a checkout works, it can be a little bit hard. But from my point of view, um, a React developer is maybe the better choice to to draw a start uh, a PWA project because it's still React and you only need to teach them how e-commerce works. Okay, only is, it's maybe not the right phrase here. It's like um, 
e-commerce it's huge if you if you speak about returns shipping uh pricing etc but um for a react developer it's maybe easier to start uh in in pwa studio okay so the the technology difference would it, it's really just a skill set difference between the two developers once you have a React developer that knows about e-commerce and they understand, say, the, the Magento APIs and how to connect with it, the cost to the merchant should be similar as building out a front end on Magento traditionally, or would it still be a little bit more expensive uh, to build out on PWA? Mm -hmm. Let's just let's take away cost. Let's take let's just put in time as the variable. How many hours compared? To the traditional version, not not looking at cost, because I know the cost is gonna is gonna vary depending on where you're at and how much you bill at. But let's just say how many hours it takes to build out the solution on PWA Studio compared to the traditional front end on Magento. As always, I would say here it depends. It depends what what the customer requirements is. Um, if if I see uh, our sales requests um, and um, you you see what what are the requirements and they are so different from customer to customer, so if you speak about um, like a, a B two C uh, front end with uh, config and uh, simple products, um, then. Yeah, you need to build some SEO uh, features on top of PWA Studio, but uh, most things work out of the box. But if we speak about like B2B or like uh, request a quote or negotiable quote uh, features, then I would say um, a, a traditional um, front end is maybe better for right now uh, because you you have the b2b features already visible in the front end and doesn't need to build the huge front end by yourself but yeah it's it's like um pwa studio growing fast um because it's a huge team behind uh, pwa studio and also pwa studio is the future of magento it was already mentioned in the talk from from Eric, um, if I if I remember correctly. Um, so um, yeah, I think he he did clarify that uh, uh, Luma hasn't isn't going to sunset, but what is going to get sunset is all the technology behind it, like Knockout JS and maybe jQuery. A lot of those things are going to go away, which is going to by default remove. Luma as the default theme in Magento. Um, the um, so you know that brings up a really good point about B two B and Eric uh, Adobe did uh, announce that they are going to release a version of Venia that includes the B two B features maybe this fall. Um, so what what is you know, I think one one thing as an agency, it's always been difficult to understand how much of the PWA studio is just ready to go out of the box and so you could launch. So compared to how much still needs to be developed once you get it. 
Um, I think if we speak about GraphQL coverage, uh, we have already 90 or over 90% covered by GraphQL. So this means you uh, maybe need to build a React component or re uh, a React hook here for, for some features. Um, but from my point of view, um, if we speak about config products and simple products, um, there's things like uh, server-side rendering, also payment uh, providers are currently a, a gap. Um, I, I'm working on, um, on, on this topic uh, already two months uh, in, my, in my free time. So to, to get a better payment support here uh, or payment type support here, also the core team starts now uh, um, sessions on, on payments, how, how we can get better integrations here. Um, but yeah, from, from my point of view, if you have a small project, uh, PWA Studio is uh, the best fit. Um, how, how about handoff between a traditional front end and PWA front end? Can you mix those two together where you would have, let's just say you have a B2B store, the, the client wants to do PWA Studio for B2C, they're okay with going a traditional route on B2B. Is it possible or easy to do a handoff between those two stores? Mm, the problem here is you, if she, if we, if we speak about, if you want to develop a feature like um, customer points or something like that, you need to develop this feature in uh, P uh, PHP or uh, traditional HTML and CSS or less, and also need to develop this feature in React. So from my point of view, it, doesn't make sense to start a project with two frontends in the same time because this means you need to build or need to change the colors for uh, React and uh, traditional frontend as well. So um, it makes more sense to have one theme and stay with it. Okay. And did you see that the Brent Mill theme, which I think is their B2B theme that they've used Traditionally, they're working on the PWA version of that. And, and I suppose that's what they're talking about on, on, on I think it was quarter three availability for Venia via Brent Mill or whatever. I'm, I'm very flattered that they did name that theme after me, but uh, um, I think the, their goal is that uh, this, the Brent Mill theme, which was the theme that came or would be used in demos for B2B, that theme would be available for B2B on PWA. Yeah, currently I see some, some demos here and also there is um, a commerce integration framework for AEM, uh, what, uh, what um, the team starts building on it. And the main idea, if, if I get it right here, is um, to align uh, React components that supports shipping for AEM and or supports commerce for for traditional AM and um, also um, allowing to use uh, React components for PWA Studio. So um, the commerce integration framework is is um, a component or a library for um, for AEM. 
and also in this part of it, uh, there should be some some development of B2B components as well. And he, have you done a, a AEM integration with PWA Studio? Or is that still something that uh, still needs to be done by, by you or your team? Uh, no, we, uh, we evaluated um, and I did a spike on it, but it was not something what we, what we start. Because AEM is a, a great product, but if you know the a typical German customer, and I know there is a pricing change now for smaller businesses, but still it's um, a little bit expensive for the most small customers in the German market. So it depends on how much money you earn with your online shop and if it's really fit your requirements here. Okay. Um, I, you've, you've have a passion for PWA studio and you obviously see a future in it. Why have you chosen to, to pursue the PWA studio over something like view storefront? Um, the main reason here is, um, the vendor, um, because I see, um, more and more Adobe go to, to headless solutions. So this means, uh, services get, get decoupled from, from this different services. So if we speak about something like, like Life Search, uh, this is the first SaaS project, uh, SaaS project what, what uh, Adobe launches for or launched, launched for Magento. So um, this allows to replace the search by, by a, a service. And this is what happens now. Uh, Adobe decouples or remove uh, some services from Magento piece by piece. And then it's, um, yeah, it will be more and more uh, based on React or JavaScript applications. Okay. And are there any other PWA solutions out there that you've looked at besides um, PWA Studio and View Storefront? Yeah, I, I also take a look on um, Scandi PWA. Um, but from my point of view, um, they have a different approach how um, they want to, to build something. Also, what I see or what I had in the past on experience is if you are not uh, working with a vendor product, so if you, if you buy a license for a theme or if you buy a license for something, maybe this thing will be maintained for two years and then it will die because um, maybe it's less customers there. The company choose a, a different goal and doesn't want to support uh, the theme. So um, this is maybe happens not so often, but if you um, build an e-commerce system and having a, or using a, a theme or using a technology, uh, from my point of view, it's very important to make sure that uh, this thing is supported still in five years or something like that. Okay, no, that's a that's a great that's a great answer. Um, as a Magento developer, as a front-end Magento developer, what recommendation would you give uh, somebody new that would like to learn about PWA Studio and, and eventually like to become an expert in it? 
Um, first of all, it's like you start with React and JavaScript basics. Um, so it depends on your knowledge level, but um, it makes totally sense to to learn ES6 and React and uh, how how GraphQL works and how um, the Apollo client works. Um, there is a good tutorial from Apollo. Um, they have also um, resources about React on the Apollo Odessa page. Um, I, I will send you a link, then we, we can put it in the show notes. Um, um, so uh, this is a good thing here. And then uh, we have uh, still a custom um, uh, stack on top of um, it. It, it. This means special things to PWA. So, and there is um, some blog posts from me, a YouTube channel, and also the, GIS, uh, the training from JISA is really good. And also I think JISA launched an online course. I didn't watch it, but I, I imagine it would be, would be great, um, a great course. It's an on-demand course where you can only buy the videos and then you can go self-based on, on the course. Okay, yeah. So Yissa is coming back on to the show. He was, uh, I think, he was our first guest, anyways. But uh, and we had a very uh, big conversation around how to how to pronounce his name. And now I've heard his name pronounced another way. Um, so that's good. And so I have something to again bring to him to his attention that maybe he's pronouncing his name wrong. Um, but I do agree that Yissa has a great some really good training material. And I know that he did work on the new videos for, for training with Adobe for PWA. Um, I will also say as a novice, um, I like to say that I can do tech work as, as one could change a tire on a car. That's how technical I am. But, you know, last year I did, I was able to get my PWA studio or the Vinia theme up and running on my local, my local computer. So uh, I, I got that far, and uh, I would encourage any Magento. De- I would encourage any developer because I, I believe that this is going to be the future of of Adobe Commerce. Uh, I would encourage everybody to to get to download and and run PWA Studio against a, a version of Magento. I think it's a fantastic solution. Yeah, and um, also it's it's the future of Magento. Also, uh, things like extending how, how I can extend graphical endpoints. Because uh, if if you um, t- watch a talk from Igor Milayo, um, there is a really good presentation at Adobe Summit, um, highly recommended here about the new architecture of Magento. Also, they are describing here the the middleware approach, what Magento or what Adobe's integrate in commerce. And so it's a really good talk. Um, there is also a new uh, middleware coming soon, um, develop, uh, will be developed currently or is in develop currently. So um, there will be a lot of uh, improvements in GraphQL and also in the latest or upcoming version, there are improvements on GraphQL. So it makes totally sense to to play around and also take a look on it. 
Yeah, so you'll have to send me the link to that talk as well. Um, and we'll put the link for that talk in the show notes as well, as well as Eric Irway's talk at Magento Connect uh, in the show notes. Um, as a as a as a budding developer, I think it's important uh, that you learn this learn this and run this. And as a Magento agency, uh, it's a great exercise to learn something about this new tool and learn where Magento is going uh, um, and, and just keep yourself, at, I mean, again, as a developer, keeping yourself up to speed with what's happening out there uh, is important. So from the Magento community side, where where are the best places that they can go to learn and ask questions? Um, there is a Slack channel uh, from Magento Community Engineering where, where you can join. I think we have 4,000 or 5,000 developers there. But take me a look. Um, many. It's it's huge channel, and uh, there are separate groups in the in the channel where you can ask uh, specific questions. Oh, oh, we have almost 10,000 developers or almost 10,000 people in the Slack channel. Um, so um, this is a fast growing thing here. And yeah, if you have any specific question about PWA, you can write me email or you, you can ping me on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on any social media platform. And I try to answer or maybe put uh, something else or delegate to somebody else and say, hey, um, they can help you with, uh, with this problem. That's great. Yeah. So again, we'll put we'll put those contact details in the show notes so people can see that. Um, again, coming back to the community aspect, uh, um, do you do you think Meet Magento Germany is going to happen this year, or do you think it'll be virtual again? And uh, are you excited to get back to in person events at some point? I think in person this year will be not happen because we have uh, still. Uh, a small problem in Germany about yeah Corona, so I think in person, I definitely not. Uh, virtual, I don't know if is there anything planned or not. I cannot say it because I'm not part of the organizer team. Uh, but I can find out for for you because it's it's my company or it's Tech Division what organized this event, so. It should be possible to find out for me. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say that Tech Division is the organizer of Meet Magento Germany, so um, I, I was excited. And and uh, Stefan is is a fantastic speaker. Uh, if if you have a chance to see his uh, his unicorn talk about the chocolates, it's completely. It's a, such an <laughs> engrossing and actually quite funny talk. Um, Great. So we're almost out of time. Is there anything else that you'd like to just kind of say about uh, the PWA studio and how how you're working with it and any encouraging words to say as we part? Yeah, maybe maybe to bring up a new topic as well. Uh, there's also a new project called um, Adobe Firefly. So um, what is the goal of the project Firefly? Uh, Firefly is um, a combination or tries to combine different Adobe services and allowing you to um, 
consume data from many endpoints and delegate them to, to a new endpoint. So what this means is uh, there's a possibility to um, get data from Google Analytics and uh, combine them with data from Adobe Analytics and uh, generate a report in Adobe Analytics, something like that, or combine many Google Analytics accounts to, to one uh, Adobe Analytics account. Um, so I think um, there will be also um, new uh, integrations about Firefly and commerce. Um, because I, from my point of view, I played around at the Summit Hackathon and it works pretty well. So you, you can deploy uh, a JavaScript, a serverless JavaScript somewhere in, in runtime and uh, this thing is get executed. So um, from my point of view, I will play around with it and also want to tell you, take a look on a project because it can make sense in your for your pro uh, project requirements as well. Yeah, and if, if, if people watched the sneaks at Adobe Summit, Firefly was one, it was part of one of the sneaks. I can't remember the particular project, um, but he did use Firefly uh, to kind of put together part of his sneak, which was very, very entertaining. Um, all right, so as, as a part, you just mentioned Hackathon, and as a teaser, as a future teaser, uh, we have always, we've, we, we also do events, and we're, we've been missing events, and we have an event organizer on staff, and uh, she is eager to try to put together an in-person event. Um, so would you be interested in an event in Orlando, Florida next year if it was specifically around a hackathon for say Adobe or, or uh, Magento slash open source hackathon um, in person. Yeah, next year. In Orlando, year Florida good. at Disney World. Would that interest you? Disney World, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I will be more the time from the hackathon in the park, but. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, that uh, that our events person, her name is Madeline. Uh, she came up with this concept and this idea, and I thought, why didn't we always think about doing an event at in Florida, in Orlando, in the middle of the winter? Uh, I live in Minnesota, and uh, it is extremely cold in January, and mm -hmm. there's nothing more there's nothing better than going to uh, Florida in January. Uh, the other part of that is traditionally Magento, Peter Manichek, who was the former, uh, who used to work for Adobe and, and Magento and helped put together the testing, would have a little, um, um, uh, not a summit, but he would have a workshop where a bunch of people would come together and work on specific needs around, uh, around Magento education or Magento U. Um, so I think that this could kind of piggyback and we could, in, we could invite other people other than just techs. We can invite solution specialists and AEM people and who knows, uh, uh, you know, Florida's wide open. There's no more coronavirus in Florida. Um, I'll probably edit that out later, but that, that was a little bit of sarcasm. Anyways, right now, Florida, we could do an event and I actually went to a, a conference in Florida two weeks ago um, and it was very well handled. So I think it can, I know it can be done and it would, it sounds like a, 
fantastic idea if you're on board with with Disney World in January. Yeah, sounds great. And I guess the good news for you is that I'm uh, Stefan is going to be on the show soon, and I will pitch him on the same concept and tell him that his top PWA person needs to go. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Lars. Uh, this has been this has been great. Um, I know we didn't d- dive into super tech, but I'm hoping that some technical people get something out of this and merchants get something out of this. Uh, and uh, let's keep pursuing PWA Studio. Talk Commerce is sponsored by eWay Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, and Wagento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce. New shows out every week.